0: Ozone is my witness I icon like icons Keep your eyes on, don't miss this Wait, what is this? A lot of pressure on me But you don't know me Man, I asked for this And so I laugh at this It's the fourth quarter I'd have come back from this But I love this game You gon' know the name It's Ozone Sports Facts Let's learn to play
1: Hello, everybody Once again, live from Koreatown It is the Brothers Miller And you're in the Ozone I am your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother from the same mother for several years now, decades even. We're on level five, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Icons, as you heard in the song. Terry Miller, how you feeling? Great, and I heard that it's action-packed, and you
2: ready to jump right in.
1: Let's get it out! the words of Mills Lane, because we got a big fight this weekend. We got a big fight next weekend. Right now, we have a conversation that's coming up for you and you and you and you and you. And it is with the champ, former world champion, welterweight champion, Showtime Sean Porter, is joining us with his father, Kenny Porter, to talk about the big fight this weekend against Danny Swift Garcia. It's going down, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? We got Major League Baseball. We got a lot of options. We got a lot of action. We're ready to go. And here we are, in the O-Zone. First and foremost, T-Bone who do you like this weekend in the fight? It's so tough,
2: I can't even really call it. I need to hear from the champ, the ex-champ, to figure it out. I need to be persuaded.
1: Wow! All right, well, here it is. Let's get him on the line. Everybody, welcome the man of the hour. This weekend, he's got a giant fight on Premier Boxing Championships on Showtime. It is the man known as Showtime, Sean Porter. The one-time welterweight champion who's trying to get his belt back.
3: Sean, how you feeling? I'm trying to get this belt so I can get in there and, and get in the studio with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need you don't need the belt to get in the studio with us. You know better
2: than
1: that. Yeah, you you hey, come man, to man. us whenever. I just want you to come because <laughs> I want to hold it. That's all. <laughs> yep. I want you to come with yep. it because I want to hold it.
3: Everybody wanna hold it. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna probably charge. I'm gonna make money. <laughs> Everybody wanna hold the belts. I, I let them hold it, all of them in the past for free. This one I might have to charge. Hey, right? Listen, you work hard enough yeah. for it. I've been watching you,
1: man, on the clips and everything that they're doing. You look good, brother. You look ready to go.
3: I worked hard in camp and uh and I feel very good from a from a mental standpoint, you know. So I feel like uh, you know, as, as long as I do all the right things, as I'm prepared to do. Um, this fight is
1: mine. This belt is mine. That's it. That's the yeah. that's the right way to go. Well, I got yeah, a couple man. questions for you. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna wear you out, but I got a couple questions for you. And uh, and we also I, we let the fans know that you were coming on, so we have a couple questions for you. that people left voicemails, but uh, first off, I just want to say, you know what? I found that regardless of what people may say, you are one of the most feared fighters in the welterweight division because nobody seems to want to fight you. Uh, yeah,
3: it's. I I'm hearing it all, man. I'm hearing, um, that people, a lot of people out there don't like my style. I'm hearing a lot of people out there saying that, you know, I'm ducking this or that guy or don't want to fight this or that guy. It don't matter, man. I'm in, I'm in this sport to to create a, a legacy and something that's going to be long lasting. Just like all the guys that came before me, Ray Leonard, um, Marvin Hagler, um, Durant, the ran you know? yeah. all the greats i'm here to be a part of that i'm not here to be the greatest i'm here to be a part of that and a part of that man is knocking down who they put in front of me and right now i got danny garcia in front of me
1: that's it it's time to show him the porter way
3: <laughs> now it, man and, showing and, them the porter way that's it it's, and, that- and, and, it, and it, it, it's hard work being in there with me man if i'm not attacking you from a physical standpoint i'm attacking you from a, a, a psychological mental standpoint you know so a lot's got to give when you're in the ring with Sean Porter, man, and not many people have what it takes to. And uh, you know, we, we've, you know, I, I've run up against a couple guys that could weather the storm, and Kell Brook and, and Keith Thurman. But you know, you you have those moments so that you're more prepared for a moment like this. This is a world championship title fight for me, and uh, it's a goal of mine to win this WBC title. So I'm I'm ready to put it all on the line.
1: I heard that. yeah. And you know what? And that that's actually leads me to my next point is that now the man that's in front of you, Danny Garcia, is accomplished as well. Both of you guys are in a position <laughs> where you're chasing the same thing to, to re-become champions. And this belt is up for grabs. I feel like it's as yours as much as it is his. And we're, we're going to see something because what I, I personally feel like the reason people don't want to fight you is – You don't have any quit in you. I've watched probably all of your fights. I've never seen you quit. I've never seen you. Not even one round. That's what I mean. I've never, I've always seen maximum effort. You don't really see that often in boxing, uh, except for like with the, maybe the tiny guys that, you know, like the hundred pound guys, 110 pound guys who for some reason seems like it's a little bit easier to do, but even I'm not trying to negate anybody. Your effort is always there. And it makes me believe that your training is there both mentally and physically When you get a guy and you can fight him in the phone booth or from a distance, which do you prefer?
3: Um, It it depends, man. I can be successful from both sides. Uh, Some guys, uh, most guys can't handle the phone booth pressure. They can't handle the phone booth fight. So a lot of times I do prefer that fight because I know that that's a fight that not only am I going to win in that moment in the action, but I'm going to win over the course of the round because not many guys are willing to go there. You know, so I think that that for me is going to be a big component to this fight is, uh, you know, understanding that, you know, pressure is something that, you know, it, it bursts pipes. And, uh, sure you know, even the strongest pipes, you know, it's only a, a matter of time. I think the same with this fight, man. It's only a matter of time for me.
2: Hey, awesome. Sean, this is Terry. I want to ask you now, when you go into a fight like this, do you go in looking for a knockout or what's the strategy overall?
3: I really want to build up to it. I think, um, you know, I'm at at a point in my career where it's not about me going in there, mugging a guy for 12 rounds, getting a decision. I think that even for myself, I think that that is not um, as as professional and prolific as being able to hit a guy from the outside and outbox him and, you know, make him miss and make it, uh, you know, evident that he can't hit me. And that's what I want to do this fight. I, I, I want to dominate uh Danny but I want to dominate Danny on all bases of boxing not just from hmm. a physicality standpoint but, but from all bases of boxing because when you talk about who's the better man you know I, I don't want it to be just because Sean Porter pressured this guy and, and and made him quit I want I want it to be because he he couldn't he couldn't hit Sean and he got frustrated you know he he couldn't right. catch Sean and he got frustrated you know I I really want all of it to come out in this fight I don't think that's something that I've been able to do in every fight is in any of my fights and passes show all of my skills, both from the outside and in the inside. That's why I want to do this fight. So with
1: that, you sound very determined. And I love that. And I'm a believer. You made me a believer watching several fights. I was actually live was the first time I ever watched you fight live was with Kel Brook and in in that fight you were determined and relentless. It was very interesting. I feel like honestly, your grit may be your strongest attribute and and that's saying a lot in a field of people who are warriors um Now, we have a couple questions from the fans. I want to play one of them uh one at a time, so you can answer them. Here we go. Perfect.
0: Hi, My name is Ricardo Noriega. I'm calling in a question for Sean Porter regarding his upcoming fight against Danny Garcia. If and when he defeats Danny Garcia this weekend, what is he planning on doing, and who is he going to challenge for the belt? Either move up to, to Keith Thurman and challenge for his belt, or maybe move down to challenge Terrence Crawford for his belt, seeing I mean, which, uh, which of the two he he
1: wants uh, that much more. Thanks. Bye. People want to know about what happens after the fight already, man. Won't nobody even let you focus on this, getting this dub. They want to yeah, know what's no, next. No. Is it a rematch, or what, what are you looking at?
3: They yeah they've been asking that for a while now. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I really did feel like you know the the fight with Keith Thurman. Not that it was behind me, but I thought it might come after the fight with Earl Spence. I know that that's something everybody wants to see. Something that I want to do, but I know that Keith is going to be here in New York. Um, If Keith has anything to say after the fight, um, we we, we'll probably take a listen to it. Um, But other than that, if Keith's not saying nothing directly after this fight, we'll probably move forward and and go after Earl Spence. I think that that fight. Is the fight that makes sense for me after this one anyway. Wait, oui, boy, you guys,
2: and you guys are good friends too, right?
3: Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you need that belt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously Keith and I have, have been friends for a while. Um, actually growing up in the sport a little bit, knowing each other and, you know, share camps and stuff like that together. But then on the other end of it, uh, Errol Spence found out that he liked to play basketball. So when he comes to Vegas from time to time, we play ball. Um, and, and even the same with Terrence. I, I, the last time he came to, to Vegas, um, I, I played, ended up taking him to play ball. Now, we got another caller that called in.
1: Here, here's another question for you, Sean. There's a caller called in right now.
4: Yo, Omar, I got a question for Sean. Is this real bad blood that he has for, for Danny Garcia? I feel it. I feel it. I think it is. It's going to be a big fight this weekend. Just want to know how my man's feeling. I'm ready for Saturday night.
3: Man, it's going to be a big fight. We'll see what's up. Thank you. My name's Ray. All of us are friends, but we understand this is a business. We are for our lives, make, make money and support our families and so on and so forth. So we always put that to the side. Now that's,
1: man, you know, and it's great too, because I wish you guys would gain, somebody would gain some weight because in real life, this 47 division is stacked. And right. I'm a fan of so many people. Uh, I mean, I know you personally, the best out of everybody, and I'm always rooting for you. But there's so many fights I want to see and not see because there's guys I don't want to see fight each other. Right. Because I, 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 I wanted to be victors, I, you know?
3: I've, I've heard that before, man. The best, thing, the best way I put it is, you know, hey, if you're a fan of me, you're a fan of him, it don't matter. Just come, enjoy the fight, enjoy what happens. And at the end of the day, you'll probably be a fan of of me if you weren't before, you'll yep. be a fan of him if you weren't before. You know? I, but,
1: I, I don't know how anybody could watch you and not be a fan of you after right. a fight in real life if you're yeah. if you're a sports fan. Because you got so much art.
3: Yeah, I get that a lot. Real I my talk. dad right yeah. here. My dad's right here.
1: Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Kenny Porter, the the author of the of the Porter Way. How you doing, Kenny?
4: I'm good. How are
1: you, man? Life is good. We're just over here speaking with your son, man, talking about pumping up this fight and where to go from here. And I actually have a question for you. We got a couple more uh, callers that called in to want to leave questions that left questions and want to get answered. But um, coming up, talking about the fight this Saturday at Barclays Center against Danny Swift Garcia. One thing that I want to talk to you about real quick, Kenny, is um, I just saw Mauricio Suleiman from the WBC just put out something that I thought was crazy which is talking about banning fathers from corners. I wanted to get your, your take because that's like, I was really surprised to see him support something like that because we've seen so many great father-son duos throughout the sport, throughout the history of the sport. And, I mean, obviously nobody wants anybody to get hurt, but I guess the, the idea is is when a father is out there with his son, the son will push himself past where he normally would and potentially into harm's way. <laughs>
4: Uh, well, that's funny. <laughs> uh, that, no, no, no. That I mean, it, it, that was funny to me. Now, I saw the first I heard of this was today when one of the reporters asked me about it, and I had no information in regards to it, and I still haven't read any at this point. Okay. But I actually saw a video where the question was brought to Sean, and I thought he answered it superbly when he said, Boxing has always been a family sport. You've always sat down with your grandfather and watched boxing. You've sat down with your father and watched boxing. Everybody rushed to the TV to watch boxing. It was family and friends. So the same thing has carried over, as Sean alluded to earlier in his interview, the same thing has carried over when it came, you know, a son was, uh, a father was taking his son giving his son his first boxing lessons with the, with the gloves at home. Yep. This has just been a family thing. So, um, it's never going to stop. You can't stop it. So, you know, this is just, I mean, you would really be, you'll be stopping somebody's uncle from training a nephew or brother from training a little brother, or again, a grandfather training a son, a a grandson, whatever it is. So I don't think that that would, um, I don't think that's going to fly. Uh, And then on a personal level for me, on a personal level for me, obviously training my son, uh, this is this is uh, this is the type of situation that um, most people don't realize and understand. Even though I train my son, I've trained hundreds of other boxers and he can, can attest to that because he's met them. He's 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 spent time with those guys in his life and they spent the house spent the night at my house and they did so many things with us we did so much traveling together but the closest thing that a trainer can be to a young boy a young athlete a young boxer a young fighter the closest thing he can be to him is a father and so we all aspire to be father figures to these kids so that we can help them move on to other aspects of their life and manhood so this is what, right exactly so this is what we go there to do this is when we take on a child we, we, we want to be that close to them as, as you know, as a father to a son. So when you actually have a son that's boxing, there's nothing, no one's closer. So, you know, it, it's really a, a they're, they're, they're really, you know, they would be doing boxing a disservice if they try to do that. I don't think the other sanctioning bodies, IBF, WBA, WBO, I don't think that they would um, join in line with that.
3: Hey, hey, Omar, you know what's crazy? Hmm. There would be no Marcel, uh, Mauricio Suleiman without his I,
1: dad. This is, I, that's what and, – and, exactly. and Mauricio actually – Mauricio is the homie. I want to talk to him about it. I want to see him in person and speak to him about it because <laughs> I was just She's thinking – uh, uh, somebody somebody put under the thing uh, after the, uh, the post I read, somebody put, man, how did this guy become the WBC – and it, it was a genuine question. Right. They were like, how did he become the commissioner of the WBC with thoughts like this? And I was thinking to myself, how ironic is that? He became the commissioner because his dad was a commissioner. The he founded yeah. the thing. <laughs> Nefotism yeah,
4: at its finest.
1: Yeah, and and honestly, I don't know. I think in all sports, you 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 summed it up perfectly, Kenny. Because in all sports, I'm here with my big brother right now, who taught me how to play countless sports, and that's what you do. And especially when you're talking about so much in several ethnic communities is about a father son bond, either that is established or that is missing, and to take anything more out of that. To detract from that, I don't think it's good for society overall. Forget just boxing; let's actually go, you know, community wide. That bonding is critical. Whether or not you end up becoming a champion, or you know, you you just box uh, just to learn self defense and learn discipline.
4: True. I'm in total agreement with you. Um, it, it, It expands much further than the boxing part of it. Yeah, because as you just said, it brings on a bonding that. You know, you want to have in every aspect of a child's life, you want to bond with them uh, on their education. You want to bond with them right. uh, on religion. You want to bond with them uh, with family. You want to bond with them in sports. You want to bond with them in music. Any way that you can reach a child, you want to do that. And yeah. you are going to take one of those
1: away from us? I, I just don't under. I don't even understand. It sounds like And it's again, something- like you said, there would never be him without his dad.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. And it sounds like it's something that would cannibalize the sport.
1: You know. Seriously. Yeah. Well, nah. we got that. And then and the last piece that goes along with that is based on those Instagram videos I seen that you taking body shots from Sean without the vest on, I think you're the one that's in more danger than he is, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know what's wrong with you, Kenny. I seen Sean letting go on your abs. Man, I know you do a, a ten thousand sit ups a day, but come on man. I need you to I need you to be careful out there.
4: <laughs> it, it's only a thousand a day. <laughs> <but I'm, laughs> no, 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 no. But I'ma say this right now in front of him. I know you was letting up on me last time. I could tell. <laughs> yeah.
1: I could hey, man, tell those, those those Instagram now, posts went viral, dude. Everybody was looking at those posts. They, those posts got I so much attention.
4: I was imploring. him to bring it, but he was lighting that up on me. I think he was thinking, you know what? I'm thinking about Danny, and I don't want to break this dude's rib. To <laughs> me.
1: And he loves you. He, <laughs> yeah. don't want, he want to make sure that you're around for more. Oh, we got one last question. Hold on a second. Somebody, somebody just called in.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, what's that, man? This is Dennis. Got a question for Sean. Do you feel like the Barclays Center is becoming the
3: new um, MSG of New York for big boxing matches? Also, uh, we know Danny's a good fighter, but do you feel like he's a little overrated based on the
5: past uh, people he's fought besides Thurman? Besides that, good luck.
0: Hope to see you in this weekend.
1: So that's what Dennis wants to know. Dennis wants to hear – what uh? what's your take on fighting in Brooklyn, the atmosphere in Brooklyn? And then uh, what's your take on Danny and his record? Is there any intimidation? It's crazy.
3: Yeah, it's crazy, man. For a long time, uh, all the greats have performed at Madison Square Garden. I've never even stepped foot in the Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. And, and the even crazier part about that is never had a thought to to do so. Um, Brooklyn boxing has just been lighting it up. On, on TV, uh, around the neighborhood. Anytime there's a fight in Brooklyn, everybody's coming out to it. And and y'all been there before, man. The energy is electric. electric yeah. You could you could feel it uh from the moment you step in to the moment you leave. And um you know I, I really outside of you know wanting to fight in Vegas, there's really nowhere else I'd rather fight. Uh Brooklyn is wow. just it for me man, it's it's exactly what I need. I, I need people to be loud I need the the, build, the building to be full, and I get that every time I come here. And real um, people. Far da- yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. love that. Real fans. Yeah, real fans. exactly. And, and it makes it fun, you know. And then, you know, from, from Danny's standpoint, I don't necessarily think that Danny is overrated. I think there's some things that Danny um, is not capable of doing that has flown under the radar just based on the guys he's fought in the past. I think you, you've you seen some things that have come to light in his past, in his previous Fights, um most previous fights, and I think you'll see it again Saturday night. You'll see, you know, that he is just not ready for everything that I have to bring in the ring.
1: I have a question for you that is uh, a parting shot. You can tell me if it if it was or not. Is being from Ohio, your man King James just left the state. He came. Yeah. To, he came. He came to me. He came to my hometown. He, out, he, out he came to James. the La La. Yeah. It's wine, women, and song out here. Now I, I'm just trying to find out with with uh, with coming from Ohio. What's your sentiment as far as you know? How do you feel about about, about
3: Bron joining the
1: Lake Show? I know it's completely hey, off man. topic for the fight this weekend,
3: but I, I, mean, I just want to get you, your take. So so many emotions just right now have come into play. Uh, <laughs> I mean let's let's talk about him in a purple jersey and a yellow jersey. I just. It ain't gonna make sense for a little while. You it, know? You're
1: gonna have to get used to it for sure. It's gonna be listen, something different. I
3: just saw it listen. on the video
1: game, and it did look weird. Oh, for real? Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I'm sure people have done it on the game. You can create your own team. I'm sure they've done it on the game, but man, yeah. I just I, I think that that's gonna probably be the wildest part. But from a, from a real standpoint, this is this is what I do. You guys know me. You know that I, I travel around the country now, even speaking to to young kids and 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 young adults and have especially done it back home in northeast ohio because it's, it's really really uh important to me to do it back home in ohio i always told kids and i still tell them now it's okay to leave home it's okay to go yeah. out and figure out what's out there you can always come home but if you want to be successful sometimes it takes you leaving where you love to be in order to become successful And it, and it doesn't mean that you can't come home you know so the, the blessed part about it is, you know, we had a, a, a gentleman who was an unbelievable athlete at a very young age come to our team. He left our team, left our city, and then he came back and he did what he said he was going to do. And I think because he was able to come back and be successful, I think this time around it's a lot more acceptable for everyone back home in, in Northeast Ohio to let him go. But heck yeah, man, it's going to be some, some days where we wish he was back with us and you know, some hard days for us ahead where you know, at one point we were leading a division, and you know now it's gonna be tough to be up there now. But I think we got a, a good future, and in, and in, in the Cavs, and even my Browns. You know, you you hey, the Browns. The I, I, I've been
1: I've been seeing them out there, yeah, and I like to see yeah, that you, you you travel for your teams. I love that. I yeah, seen you at the you, World you, Series a couple of years ago. Come-
3: Yeah, you're talking to Sean Porter. You can't skip over the Browns.
1: (laughs) The Browns are the Indians.
3: Well, you know we go all
1: sports over here. Yeah, and Hugh Jackson's a good coach.
3: Yeah, that's just not going to happen. So I I think the Browns got the Browns going to kick this year off for us. I think uh, Indians will finish up strong, and I think the Browns will uh, will do some great things and lead us into a, a good class season.
1: Well, like I said, like T just said, you know what, Hugh Jackson's a good coach, man. I'm a Raider fan, even though we're going through a divorce because now they're trying to move out to Vegas. But uh, <laughs> but at the same time, when he was the coach of the Raiders, he had them off to like a 6-2 and two start before guys got hurt. Darren McFadden got hurt. A couple of different guys got hurt. Right. And that was the only thing that stopped him. And he kind of got the raw deal, and they got him out of there. I'm happy to see him because he went back to Cincinnati, I think it was, and then yep. jumped up to Cleveland. Yeah. And yep. he, he does a lot of, like Kenny, like what you're talking about, he does a lot of, of working boys into men yeah, and un- understanding that mentoring – Component and I love yeah, to hear so, that you're doing that all over the place, yeah. Sean.
3: Most definitely. So I, I do. I think that this is going to be an interesting season for the Browns. I think more than anything, he has a a great cast behind him, and and it's up to him to lead these young men. And uh and like you said before, man, um, we we spoke earlier about you having a an event out there, yeah. And anytime after this fight, man, anytime you need me, I am definitely of assistance. I love doing it and 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 I'm and I want to do it and I'm capable. You sure so, are.
1: Um, well, hey man, I your love, heart is the in the 40 right 40 place. 40. You're blessed.
3: Yeah, most definitely.
1: And that's the way, in my opinion. Right. It's yeah. father's son, his family, and it's giving back to the community. I just I, I just want to thank both of you guys for coming on the Ozone, man. If there's anything else you want to say, lay it on us. Otherwise, just it's a real blessing to have you here. We're gonna be praying for you before the fight.
3: Go in there and do your work, and we can't wait to hold the belt hey mm-hmm. hey that's it man listen the ozone i just want to get in the ozone that's <laughs> we got a chair for you baby ozone. i need to i need to experience that long as you don't let off on my abs like you do on
1: pops <laughs> we're <so you> good
3: <laughs> you, hey hey oh i ain't even gonna disrespect man but I i'm not sure you ready for that, <laughs> no. not sure you ready for that. <laughs> we gotta get a sit-up game up
1: huh? yeah. <laughs> No disrespect, brother. You're a professional. No disrespect taken. All right. 100%. You are absolutely right. I am not ready.
3: <laughs> well, hey. Hey. Bless y'all, man. We'll see you soon with that belt. All you right, too, fellas. Man. God bless. God Bye. God bless. Here we go.
1: Yo. My
3: question is,
4: where are we going to meet up at next? Paris, France? Right. China?
1: Egypt where you just let me know where y'all at man this is this is what we got to figure out i mean after i I don't even know sean gonna be able to walk around the east coast after he go pick up this belt from him so we probably have to keep it west west but what i will tell you is is 30 days from now your boy turns 40 years old and i'm trying to figure out where the shindig is gonna be but you for sure will be on the guest list i can tell you that much 30 days 30 days october 7th you know you know what run dmc's there right what's that if you find that you don't like my ways, you can send me back
4: in 30 days.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, now. Well, here it is. I appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all this weekend. Uh, well, we'll see y'all, and I'll see you when you come back out west with the bell. Good
3: deal. Talk to you soon. All right, all right now. All up. All right, now. Boy,
2: if you know the Porters, you know that they are solid cats, man. We've gotten to hang out with them several times all over the world, and they are solid individuals.
1: They, they and they're a solid unit.
2: Yeah, and they're a solid. That, unit. That's the thing I really love they're really about good them.
1: People. Yeah, they're good people. Mm-hmm. And you know what I want to do is I want to look and see who's on the undercard of that fight because uh, it, this is I don't know if it's a if Showtime lately I have to be honest lately Showtime's been putting together great cards.
2: I think they're doing better than HBO this year.
1: What do you think?
2: Yeah.
1: Ooh, they've I don't been know. very aggressive. HBO signs my check so I can't go that far. But... Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> but uh but actually I know you're going to change your tune because next Saturday HBO has a fight that you can't wait to happen. Give me my belt <laughs> <laughs> with the pound for pound. With the pound for pound. Come on man. Anywho, yeah, that's uh, that's that was Showtime. Sean Porter and his father Kenny Porter talking about the Porter way, top to bottom. It's going to be a great fight this weekend. Tune in live on Showtime. I'm Pre- taking Sean. Premier boxing champions, and you're taking Sean. Danny's good, man. And- Danny
2: is good. He's fundamentally sound, and he's never been off his feet. But one of the things that Sean brought up a great point. Sean's a better athlete than he is, and he, that pressure is real. And that pressure is real. And he knows how. And he knows that his athletic um, superiority can lead him to victory. And, it's and, he a, and he knows that. And he knows that. that's big. big. To, it is. It's because big to usually know that. they don't have the connection. You know, you usually you have a guy who's a great athlete and can't actually, you know, box or, you know, vice versa. He has it all. Yep. And he wants to show it, which is cool. That's why he's
1: Showtime. That's why he's Showtime. And he's fighting on Showtime, so it's all good. Well, uh, we blessed you last weekend at the beginning of college football. Do it for the tipper called in, a.k.a. next victim and besides being very upset at Mike Socia, which I'm sure he's even more angry about now, he uh, he actually gave you guys some great college picks. And he's ready, willing, and able on the line to talk about this weekend's uh, college football. And here he is, ready for the NCAA. Next victim, live on the Ozone, also known as Eighth's Rothstein. What's going on out there, Victim? You had some nice picks this past weekend for our NCAA college fans. I know you're probably reveling in that victory, especially the LSU over Miami. Big
5: time. <laughs> Big time. How you Big time feeling player. in the desert?
1: I'm feeling good, you know. Nice little summer breeze. <laughs> what y'all doing with 98, 99? Uh, one over. One oh nine. That's Woo! what it feels like with the breeze. But wow. it's, it's it's a nice ninety. It's a nice ninety. Wow, man, y'all can keep that. I I keep mine by the beach. Well, we're here. <laughs> we're talking week two. You got any specific notes? And then I want to get to the to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheims of Orlando uh, of Carson uh, of, of Gardena uh, of Mike Sosha, of Artie Moreno. <laughs> but let's talk college football. But <laughs> we we digress. But but we digress. <laughs>
2: No, uh, no, 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 no. All Tommy Johnning aside,
1: what, what, what are you talking about in college football on your slate this weekend?
5: All right, college football, not too many big games going on this weekend. Um, last weekend started off with a blast. I think I went four out of five losing to you, and I owe you a hot nickel piece.
1: <laughs> I tried to, to tell you. Trying to tell you, bro. You know what?
5: Let, let me tell you real quick. I forgot that UCLA had old punk ass Chip Kelly down there who's a loser. <laughs> so, Man, people hate that's Chip my Kelly. Bad.
1: <laughs> He's you don't, you don't, And you don't see this much. It's kind of happening to Harbaugh right now, but you don't see this much where a guy goes from pros to college and does worse. And dumps. Right. He's
5: just dumping everywhere he goes. Man. But, yeah, I owe you a nickel piece for that. But going <laughs> into this week, a couple of big games. Number two, Clemson is, is battling uh, Mississippi State. If folks don't know, that's where Dak Prescott went to, Mississippi State. So – uh, Mississippi State is number 18, them Bulldogs. Tough place to play, but like I said all season, I'm going with who? Dabo Sweeney and them Clemson Tigers.
3: love <laughs> oh, Clemson. It's
5: <laughs> a great Next coach. big game, we got them Georgia Bulldogs. You know, they for real. They uh, got some NFL players out there. One of them is Nick Chubb, uh, playing yep. for Cleveland right now. Uh, they're battling against number 24, South Carolina, the Gamecocks. Um uh, I'm rolling with them Bulldogs because the Bulldogs is surreal. And again, SEC football, I put yeah, them Yeah, it's
1: hard nose.
5: Last week, hard nose. Last two big games I got, number 17, SC, going up to East Palo Alto. And we know how the East Palo Alto boys put hands on food. <laughs> well, what it? <laughs> <laughs> shout out
1: to the Bay they Area.
5: Shout out to the Bay Area. Shout out to, to the Joe UCLA. Von Parler. <laughs> <It's> easy. Um, <laughs> this one was was tough for me. And, you know, just like last week with the UC, UCLA and um, Cincinnati, I want to go with the home team. Um, but Stanford plays that solid old school football, not a spread offense, just put eight in the box, put a quarterback, a fullback, and a tailback, and a receiver. And they're ready to come at you. But I believe in SC this year. I really do. They've been on, you know, probation for some years, but they kept getting talent going in while they were on probation. Um, so I'm going with SC. I'm going with the mighty, mighty Trojans. Oh.
1: Dun dun, dun dun dun, dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> Who you got in your last uh-huh. game? So I got Michigan State
5: versus Arizona Herm Edwards State.
1: <laughs> 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 let me guess, you're going to we,
5: we, I love Michigan State. We love Herm, <laughs> but I, go, I got to go. We love the Herm, but I got to go with Michigan State. And my last shout-out is San Jose Spartans. Our alumni, got to give a shout-out to them. Going against Washington State. They're going to get – the Cougars going to put them thags on them, but I'm still rolling with Sano. So So you can make your record
1: nasty. So you can go five for six because Sano's getting pounded. All right, let's get to to something that you're passionate about. We speak extensively on the Ozone about baseball because we love it. Uh, You know, we take our own perspectives from playing baseball and watching baseball for decades and decades. One of the things that we talked about immediately this year when the Angels signed Shohei Ohtani was uh, how it seemed as though they were mismanaging him. And what I've been hearing, well, what the, what got announced this week was that Shohei Ohtani, the doctors have recommended Tommy John surgery. Now, now Shohei Ohtani, this is for the listeners. You already know all this. But uh, Shohei Ohtani was super highly recruited from Japan. They played, paid a crazy posting fee. It was a sweepstakes to get him. He came out and was an impact player from the word go. From the first pitch thrown when the season actually started, not spring training, he was an impact player. Now, everybody's down on how they managed him as far as saying were they careful enough. We actually believe here on the Ozone that they were too careful with him, and that's why he got hurt, not the other way around. I think he's stronger and more durable than they gave him credit for. What was your take as an Angel fan hearing, reading, that Shohei Ohtani, Showtime, could potentially be out for all of next season as well with the Tommy John. Man, I feel sucker punch.
5: And <laughs> it, I, I really do. I feel like, you know, I want to go to and root for another team now because wow. I felt like we had, the you know, the two top players in baseball, two of the top five players in baseball. He was brought over to do work. He was limited. The kid is what nineteen, twenty years old. And so 23. He's, ready yeah, he's, 23.
1: he's ready to go. twenty three. He's ready to go. He's ready to
5: go, and to limit him on his his playing time is 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 nasty to him. It's straight up nasty. With the injury, he's not going to come back. If he has the Tommy John, I would like for him to have the second opinion because um, if he, you know, last night he. Went out the out the yard twice. Yeah, he he responded. He responded.
1: He right. responded to that with, "Oh, really? How about this four for four? These two bombs, real quick." He get right. the guy now, is well, a menace to pitching. He's yeah. a menace
2: to the league. Well, what they're saying is that even if he gets Tommy John, he'll still be able to hit next year. The problem is that they're just DHing him. He's one of the fastest players in the game. He has great one of the range, strongest great arm. arm. And, you know, even if he has to sit out for a year with Tommy John, he's still going to come back even stronger than what he was. He's only 23. But that but he needs to be on another team, really. That's going to respect the talent that he has.
5: Oh, it's the truth. Man, see, I, I hear you. I hear you, icons, And I'm right there. I'm telling you, I'm right there with jumping bandwagon and, and going to another squad because I hate that you know, I hate to give you credit, but you've been saying this for the longest You've Been saying this for the longest about the angels and the and all season about Showtime, and it, it I don't know what eats me up most is the kid having to possibly have Tommy's Tommy John surgery, or shit, you being right and me having to give you credit for it? <laughs> both, both of them are terrible. This,
1: this is oh, let me tell
5: you, both of them are terrible.
2: Hello, they're welcome to neck. my world. Hey, man, yeah, you just a watched, double whammy. yeah, you just watched the, this organization work this kid into. Uh, A devastating injury. I mean, honestly, nowadays, we've heard from a physician that told us, the Dr. Don that comes on here, that you don't actually need Tommy John surgery anymore to repair that injury. It can actually be done through PRP. And then he also said that they might be using the wrong ligament to do the Tommy John surgery, which leads to another injury. More damage. Yeah, to the ulnar collateral. So, you know what, they just need to actually step back a little bit and maybe reorganize and figure out because the kid is a phenom and nobody's done anything like this since Babe Ruth. And for some reason, we as Americans feel like we need to fix it or make him better than what he was. And he was already the best player in the world
1: yeah there's nobody nobody mean, giving you, him just- <laughs> nobody's giving no. you 98 and 40 bonds nobody <laughs>
2: he has eight he has 200
1: what? i do believe 237 247 appearances
2: played appearances he has 18 home runs and they don't let him play against lefties oh,
1: now if he played every day <laughs> he would end up with would with be. five to 600 at bats for the year five to six 40 40 and he would, oh, be 40, 40. He would be yeah oh, no he'd be 40 40 with with 15 wins with 15 right. wins. With 15 wins, absolutely.
5: So it, 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 it's nasty. The organization right now is nasty. Man, I hate the Los
1: Angeles Angels of Anaheim, <laughs> Los Palmas, Los Buena Park, Fullerton. Hate- <laughs> Newport Beach, Laguna. Well, we On hate the Fountain valley, valley. valley. I hate the Fountain valley. <laughs> They need to just go ahead and be the Rancho Cucamonga Angels. Right <laughs> they already got the they quakes. Already got, they already
2: got the quakes out there. They got
1: the quakes. Well, last thing before we go, we got a big fight this weekend where we just had Showtime Sean Porter on the uh, podcast he had a great interview you're gonna love it um who do you got this weekend sean porter I Dennis Smith Garcia. Sean, I,
5: I gotta go with showtime you know he's a he's a, a second timer on on the ozone i believe in him if he can get to that body work and do some major body work and not go in trying to knock um garcia out i think that uh i think that he'll get him probably by the ninth or tenth round Wow! Um, but if you go through the well, bar, you're looking at a stoppage because I think you know he's hungry. He he hasn't fought in a, a good decent fight in a while, so I think that uh, with this one, it's time. It's on the, on the big stage. He's ready to go. So I'm I'm predicting if he goes to the card, give him one fifteen, one twelve.
2: You know what? Honestly, I honestly feel like being all, being truthful about it. Sean is the type of guy who has a hard time winning on cards. Because
1: he kind of smothers his punches, even though they're being effective. You have to have a judge that can recognize the work that's going on with him. Exactly. And unfortunately, what we're seeing now, even though we've seen a resurgence in body work, what we're seeing now is that the judge is like a more flashy fighter as opposed to a more blue-collar fighter. Right. And Sean is giving you blue-collar work that needs to be appreciated. Yes. That is definitely felt by the opponent. Right.
5: Right.
1: You're going to love the interview. with, With Garcia, he has something
5: to prove since he, you know... I, his last loss was to uh
1: to Keith Thurman right yeah, yeah. or did he
5: fight after that
1: no 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 okay, both, of them, so both I, of them lost to Thurman mm-hmm. and, so and after Sean's that, was controversial yeah, thought,
2: that was almost like a year so I feel like Sean won against Thurman
1: yeah and I remember you 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 were adamant about that I, I think Tip
2: felt so the same yeah.
1: way I do yeah. I, I do that was a tight one yeah and after that that's when his elbow went bunk. yeah Alright, Tipper. Well, we'll see how you do this weekend. Thank you, as always, for being in the Ozone.
2: Peace. Appreciate y'all. Oh, don't worry one. about it. Just, you know,
1: <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you know, when, when I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> yeah.
5: Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! Oh, yeah, yeah! Oh, Alright, oh. <laughs> oh, man. What a good time on the Ozone. zone I want to slide right into baseball. The Yankees aren't where they need to be. And Last night, Lou Severino showed us that, again, he is not a big-time pitcher. I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's Gary Sanchez. What I would like to see is how many of the big-time games that Lou Severino has just botched have been caught by Gary Sanchez. Because he may need a different catcher.
2: That's true. That's very, very true. I thought about it this morning. Because there's no reason for a guy who throws 99 miles an hour. With
1: devastating slide piece. Devastating two,
2: you know, with a secondary pitch. And then you can't get past the third inning. In a
1: big game where they need you. Every big game. Not just in a big game. Every big game. He gets ripped. And he doesn't even look confident. Like, he goes out there looking like, oh, well, they're about to give it to me.
2: Now, it would be great to, to listen to some scouts talk about Gary Sanchez. Some of the scouts that are actually in the seat. Because... Sometimes pitchers tip pitches, and sometimes the catchers.
1: Tip, hold on one second. We're finishing a point, and then we're going to jump to you, all right?
2: All uh-huh. right. Yeah, sometimes the pitchers tip pitches, and sometimes the catchers, do, they do as well because Gary Sanchez is probably doing something to let hitters know what's coming, although people probably don't think about that on, on the, you know, looking at a pitcher that might tip his pitches. But Gary Sanchez could be setting up early,
1: there's a whole there, bunch of things that could be going on. There's a whole bunch of things that, that he
2: could be doing that could tip. And you're right, you know, because we need to see how many of those big games that he Sanchez caught. Yeah. It's, and...
1: Now, it, you know, it's heating up. It's the dog days of summer. And I think that, honestly, you're making me come around on the New York Yankees. Uh, I'm very disappointed about what I saw. Now, I do believe Aaron Judge comes back and changes the 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 the, the, the dynamic, but they got to figure out what's going on with Lou Severino. And also – we have a lifelong Yankee fan on the line. Oh, really? A first time caller.
2: <laughs> a long time hater. <laughs>
1: Is this Pam's son from the Bronx? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't chew my head off. <laughs> You're live in the ozone, Pam's son, we're Randy. He's
6: right, <laughs> he's right <laughs> here. And we're, 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 be, we're, we're,
1: we're talking Yankees. <laughs> we're talking Yankees. And what we saw last night, now discouraging that it was. Uh, overall i mean we've spoken about it before lou severino I, he hasn't shown that he's a big time pitcher and what i just offered up is perhaps he hasn't shown he's a big time pitcher in part because of your man gary sanchez because i'd like to know how many of these big games that he's botched that sanchez has caught what are you thinking honestly
6: i mean gary was terrible like, we're not going to, like, beat around the bush. She was terrible. But Severino's been bad for about two months. Yeah, Sanchez wasn't there for any of that. Like, Arthur Romine was behind the plate. And he's, I mean, he's terrible with Romine. He's terrible with Sanchez. He'd be terrible with Johnny Bench behind the plate. He's being <laughs> wow. Johnny so, Bench. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think he's tired. I mean, he, he pitched, like, an insane amount of innings last year. He was dominant for, like, the first half, and he's falling off a cliff. I just think he's, 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 he's like, tired. I think he's done. I think like, he's got a little bit of that Chris Sale. Like how Chris Sale was can, last year.
1: I don't think he can take the New York pressure, honestly. I think it's more of that because, actually, Severino's a big guy. He's, yeah. like, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, yeah. right?
2: and his velocity is there, and his it's balls look great. You know, Yeah,
1: he's moving. balls, But, yeah, he's moving. He's moving around.
6: You can have a velocity know yourself and not have command. I mean, that's more of an indication of, fatigue than velocity. I mean he's you know he's obviously in his shape but to me it reminds me of and somebody said this, uh um it reminds me of Cole Hamels, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Like two thousand eight, Cole Hamels was unbelievable. Cole Lights Hamels was great in two thousand nine and then in the middle of two thousand nine he fell off a cliff and was like their third pitcher and was getting roped in the World Series. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's a big guy too. Yeah. And he doesn't really rely on velocity, but I mean he was the innings clearly caught up to him. So, it's like, I don't think it's the New York pressure. I think he's I think he's tired. I mean, he threw over 200-plus innings last year. And, and uh, he strikes guys yeah, out, so he throws a lot of pitches. Right, so he throws a lot of pitches. He's throwing 100 miles per hour in the eighth inning. Like, he needs to learn how to, like, dial. You know, he needs to be like Verlander back in the day when he would throw 93, 94. And then, and then the dial it up 100, yeah. 100, Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, yeah. Throwing 100, he's throwing 100 from pitch one to pitch 110. Or every game. You know I, what I mean?
2: I honestly feel like those are excuses because Severino has been in big time situations. That's what they brought him up for, and he is choking on every in every occasion. He's
1: choked. And then yeah. to, to me, okay, so now we 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 covered that. Sanchez is back. I, I'm I'm really surprised at the underperformance. I'm I'm underwhelmed by this crop of super prospects that came up that were so good that got them ahead of schedule under Girardi last year that now are actually behind schedule. Now the Yankees have contended with a lot of injuries. There's been a lot that, that they've had to contend with uh, of of diversity uh, adversity rather. And uh, I just, I don't, I personally, I haven't seen anything from Aaron Boone, not one thing all year that makes me say, Ooh, Boone was the right coach.
6: Yeah. I don't, his bullpen management is terrible. I mean, it's like not good. I think he's, I think he's cost him a couple games. Like he's done some things that I don't that don't make any sense to me. Uh, the oak the first game in the Oakland series definitely didn't make any sense to me. And I wanted Girardi gone. Right. So like I have no problem with Girardi not being there. I'm not totally sold that Boone was the right guy. I think they like his personality and all that stuff. Um, I don't know what happened to Gary. Like it's not even like Gary like, with the pass balls. I mean, that's obviously bad, but, like, he's not hitting either.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was always his saving grace, was that he was going to bring the wood yeah. regardless.
6: Yeah, but with, the, with a lot of baseball players, that stuff
2: goes hand in hand. If we, we've seen pitchers who had, you know, if they have to uh, shut somebody down, if it goes wrong or goes south for them, they can't bounce back. Gary Sanchez seems like it's it's tied into his performance at the plate because behind the plate he's terrible, and also he's a bear, he's not even been 200.
1: No, he's, he's yeah, not maybe at all. And so you okay, think it, it he may be the guy that's actually wilting under the pressure of the New York spotlight more so than than Seve.
2: Now, now I was telling No that they yeah. need to move him to first base and get him from behind the dish because he's going to cost you more games than he's going to win you with those 25, 30 home runs that he might hit.
1: Especially if he's giving you yeah. thirty pass balls.
6: Yeah, I don't. The problem with Gary when he hits two, he's not hitting the ball in the air anymore. Like he he hits the crap out of the ball, but it's like on the ground. And then, and then he doesn't like, want like, to run the I'm ball out and kill it. Right, and it's like. If you hit the ball in the air, like those are home runs basically. And like for whatever reason, he's like, all of them go on the ground now. And like, it's the majors. They're going to make those plays. You know what I mean? Like, you get hit it as hard as you want. Yeah. There's a guy there. Most of them are going to make. Yeah. There's a guy there. So, well, yeah, I don't know. They, Torres no, and Andujar have been amazing, though. Yeah. I mean, they kind yeah, of saved yeah, the yeah,
1: team. Yeah. 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 Well, like, they, they, they have saved the team. No kind of about it. And I think that obviously, Judge actually has been great. And, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you can't really be mad at what you got from Stanton.
3: Honestly, he's giving, th- Stanton.
1: he's giving you the Stanton. Here's my issue is, back to Aaron Boone, not to harp on him, but any coach gives you what, with this amount of talent, any coach will give you what the Yankees have given you this year within, say, like right. a five-game win-loss, you know, thing. Now, you give Joe Madden this Yankee team – they forget about it. Forget about it. This Yankee team, somehow right. or another, would be – they probably won 105 games, 110 games or something like that.
2: Now, of course, I right, disagree right. with Randy because if you kept Joe, Joe Girardi there, they probably would be neck and neck with the, the Boston Red Sox right now because he relates to those kids. Although they didn't like the pressure that he might put on them, but he asks more of them than looks like Aaron Boone is asking of
6: them.
1: So he doesn't necessarily know, relate year, to the kids, but he gets the most out of the kids.
6: Yeah, yeah, let's say it like that. I don't know. Last year he – they should have won 100 games last year, and they were well below their run differential in terms of their record. I mean, and, like, he also – They were ahead of schedule, that, though, right? Yeah, you that know that they were ahead on. of schedule last year. Yeah, but, I mean, but they still should have been better than what they were ahead or behind schedule. I mean, like, they – Maybe they not an end like result.
1: Re- maybe maybe in the regular season I could ride with you, and he had the big flub at the – in, the, in, and the, against in the Against Cleveland. Against Cleveland. Yet, at the same time, nobody expected them to be within 27 outs of the World Series. Yes. And they were. That that goes a long the, ways.
6: Troll and Terry and I were arguing about it at the beginning <laughs> of, of the season. I said the Yankees yes. were going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And he told me about Houston. I said that in spring training, that that team was going to make the playoffs. Because I just thought that they were better than what people thought they were going to be just because they didn't know them, it wasn't the names, but it had nothing to do They were actually like really talented. Like the problem they have this year, too, is guys like Greg Bird, terrible, terrible, and they're sloppy. Yes,
1: the, the,
6: the biggest thing for me is they're sloppy, and it's not major like, league. That goes on sloppy. the coach, but though. That's, Randy, that's the
2: coaching, that's the coaching, that's on the no, Aaron no,
6: no. Boone. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I 100% agree with you. That to me, that's the biggest issue with Boone is that in the coaching staff is that. They're super sloppy. Yeah, they're like, not prepared they to play. Sloppy. That that's right. about preparation like, to play. Yes, and yeah, and that to me, that's the biggest criticism of Boone is that they just they're not as disciplined as they were last right. year right. or the years before. And that
1: and that's what I think that's what that's what T was saying. Now, talking about the rest of the league, real quick. I mean, I watched that Red Sox come back with my jaw dropped because honestly, I was watching the game. I like those Braves a lot. I like the young Braves. And um, yeah. I don't want Boston to be good. I'm just going to come out and say it. But they're really, really good. Boston's they, about to get they, put in their place this weekend. They they came back, and then Freddie Freeman hit the bomb to put them up. And I was like, oh, here we go. This is the kind of right. game that the young Braves win that then in turn puts you in a spot where you're like, you know what? We can do it. What happens? Right. Freaking Brandon Phillips comes up. It's a two-rub bob. That's it. Lights out. Which
2: is a great call by Cora.
1: Which is a great call by right. Cora.
2: That's getting paid eight hundred thousand dollars a year.
1: Now really.
2: Yes. Right. Wow. He's getting, getting ripped, ripped, off. Off. Getting he ripped off.
1: You don't get to say that much about a guy making almost a million dollars, and he's getting ripped off. Uh, and now, my my thing is when we're looking at the playoff picture. I mean, the Yankees are in a decent position right now, I, unless Aaron Judge. I think Aaron Judge is the one that brings the peace to the the dugout because it seems like he brings that exuberance that makes guys say, yeah, he can do it. We can do it. He plays hard on both sides of the baseball, and he can rescue them out of a lot of situations by putting pressure on the pitchers for a lot of other stuff. Now, with that, if he doesn't come back as Aaron Judge, and coming back from a wrist and a hand injury is tough when you're swinging a stick, um, if he doesn't come back the same way, it's not far-fetched for the Yankees to not make the playoffs or to be in that one-game wild-guard playoff that nobody really wants to be in. Right. and you're talking about the A's who look good. I don't believe, but they look good. Um, I don't, I don't believe, believe. I
6: don't believe either. Yeah, I, I don't believe I don't, believe.
1: I don't believe in their front yeah. line pitching. They actually play a tight yeah. game, though, in the opposite of what, what.
2: And not only that, they play in a weak division. So they yes. th- this, this gives them the one up on the Yankees because they're going to be playing against, what, uh, Texas?
1: Yeah, they're going right. to be playing. They're going to be playing divisional games unless they have to play Houston the again. Angels? They got nobody else that matters. Come on, man. I think this Yankee series, honestly, was probably their toughest on their schedule for the for the rest of the season. Uh, I think they have to play Houston again, I, and that's what I'm saying. Other than Houston, otherwise, no, they, Seattle. No, blah, play. Blah, blah, blah. They play Seattle again.
6: They don't play Houston again. They're oh
1: yeah, okay. so they they got a chance. They could really. Yeah. they could control their own destiny, to be honest, and
2: make the Yankees. As I told you before, young Randy, in the, about the fifth best team in AL. They're not the fifth best team in the AL. Relax. I'm Terry. They are, dude. <laughs> 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 ah, trolling Terry. I
6: know, they, I know they have issues, but
2: this
6: fifth best team in the ALT is a little O.D. Like, it's a little too much. It's a little too oh, much. Man. I love trolling them too. Like, dude, you guys are hilarious. The,
2: uh,
1: <laughs> I think he has your post notifications on, Randy. I mean, he just he waits. Has and-
2: has <laughs> he has to. He has to. And as soon as I see him, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I'm not even
6: finished, not even finished with the tweet. I'm like,
1: what's up, shit? Oh, you got your phone cloned. That is hilarious. Well, yeah, you know what? Honestly, as of right now, it looks like unless somebody just catches absolute flame, it looks like it's going to come down to the Clash of the Titans between the Astros and the Red Sox. Right. and. I'm here for it to be honest, I'm here to watch that series, and I don't want it in five. I want it in seven if they give it to me I'll take it in nine <laughs> that the, that that's gonna be a great series uh, out the Yankees though I can't don't rule
6: don't them rule out I, the that's Yankees. what i'm
1: saying I, we're still you know honestly we're still three weeks out of making those kind of I don't like to to speak too crazy about baseball because you know we all know how it changes um also you
6: can't forget about the Indians
1: I think the Indians could beat the Astros. <laughs> okay. I, that's what I believed last year, and they couldn't even get by Andy's the Yankees. Cannot
2: beat the Astros. If, if you want to go through it, just go look at the lineups. I mean, Astros has still been winning without the majority of their lineups. The, yeah, the, but their
6: lineup's not that good this year,
2: though. Are you kidding? Like Marvin Gonzalez. Marvin Gonzalez stinks this year. But he's uh, he's a platoon Redick. player, huh? He's a platoon player. He's a utility player. But you're talking know, but about Altuve. There, you're talking about Altuve, Correa. I mean George Springer,
1: Bregman, Bregman. Bregman's going to end up yeah, at thirty five. Tyler White is
2: playing first base now as a beast. You have Gurriel. I mean, the lineup is one of the best, and they're going to put the Red Sox in their place this weekend because the Red Sox you can't match up with them pitching wise. Garrett Cole is one of the best pitchers in baseball. Verlander is found the fountain of youth. I mean, you the only big part the hit that they took was Lance McCullers, but now they've sewered up their bullpen with Osuna. Uh,
6: well, I mean, we're not going to touch Osuna. I mean, he should be he should be in jail, really. But. Uh... <laughs> But uh, but instead, he's closing games. (laughs) No, I know. Welcome to the world of American sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, I don't know. The Indians line up, and once they get Donaldson, remember again, Donaldson's got it. Yeah, that's
1: true. And now this is something that the Yankees did that I thought was not a good move. I don't think you need Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon has... Given us the Gary, in my opinion, Gary Sanchez has given us the Andrew McCutcheon, except for Andrew McCutcheon was probably the best player in baseball for about four years. Yeah. And, right. and but Jerry Sanchez was never the best player in baseball, but he had a period where he was really good, and now he's disappeared. I don't know what yeah. happened to Andrew McCutcheon. I personally have never seen somebody go from being so good to not good in such a short period of time.
6: Bernie Williams, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super weird. Super weird. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It's it's like, he like has like a are vision problem. It,
1: it, it's like it's a vision problem because he, when he was in Pittsburgh, when he fell off, balls started dropping. Like, and the guy's got crazy speed, crazy range, right. gold glove every year, and all of a sudden he's not getting the balls, and five, Starling ball. Martins is looking at him like,
2: you couldn't catch Are you, sure?
1: you good? <laughs> I don't he's, know not hurt? he's not hitting
2: for average no he didn't get hurt no. that's what i'm saying he's not hitting for average right. He's not hitting for power i mean he's giving you great right. 70 76 work he's been getting twenty twenty two 22 bombs 22 <laughs> bombs at a at a 260 clip Two fifty two sixty clip and you can get that off the farm now
1: 100 percent.
2: yeah for a
6: lot right. less money well i think if if clint frazier didn't have the concussions they wouldn't have traded from a country i mean it's just like clint frazier kind of like Clint, Clint Frazier's concussion kind of like threw the whole plan out the window because yeah. I think they wanted to like, they I think they wanted him to split with Gardner after a while. But I mean he he keeps getting the symptoms like they had to shut him down again. He's out for a year now. Yeah, he's got, oh he wow, he got, he's got, got year, vertigo, right? Oh man, yeah, he got the concussion nightmare. in March. Yeah, you know, like he had it in March, and whenever he would start running, then he would get sick again. So yeah. you remember Nick Nickasaski that was on the uh, the Reds and
2: Red Sox? That's yeah. what he had to retire from because he had got, gotten vertigo and he never could recover. Is that what they got like, Rocco uh, Baldelli. Too? Yeah, they got Rocco Baldelli as well.
1: It seems like it has something yeah, to do with Corey, fast
2: guys, right? That's yeah, true. And Corey Koski. Oh yeah, for the uh, for the Twins and the Brewers, you yeah, have the same thing happened to him too. Hopefully, it won't happen to Frazier because he's way too young for that to yeah, happen to him. And
1: he's got a lot of potential. Yeah. yeah. In the National League, yeah. we'll sum up real quick. We'll keep you on the line here, Yo Soy Randy. Uh, sum up on the the National League. It's about to go down. This weekend is really big because the Dodgers got to play the Yankees, uh, the the Rockies, Rockies, uh, nine times before the the end of the year. And this is going to determine who wins the West. And honestly... Trevor's story is on fire. Yes, on
6: fire, on, on fire. fire, and
2: that's in Colorado. Or out, out of, of it? Colorado,
1: doesn't matter. Don't cheat him. He's, He's a five-tool player it. too. He's a five-tool player, and they're talking about him for MVP at this point. They're yeah. talking about him making that like this this last homestand, making him a surge for MVP. Very, very going to be very interesting to see what happens with the Dodgers, especially because Kenley Jansen is not going now. Yeah, uh, because and of the hard drive right, situation. He- you can't trust him in Colorado because that has the altitude supposed to have something to do with his this heart condition. It
2: didn't look like we can trust him in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, he got it together. He he looked bad for the first three four outings, which is three or four too many. Um, but right. he looked he looked bad giving up bombs every single hour. I was I was sitting in the front row. I watched him give up three of the four bombs. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with the heart. You T's had a great point, which is like his cutter just isn't cutting, which makes it a BP fastball. Yeah, um, but. I want to see what the Dodgers do to try to close games without him in Colorado. Because with that kind of condition, potentially that could be something that Dave Roberts has to figure out later. You know, if they do make the playoffs, if they make it, and you have to figure it out.
2: Well, and Kershaw's on the bump tomorrow, and in those games, they don't give him run support, so that means that he needs to almost go eight innings, and you need to have somebody in the bullpen that can shut it down because they haven't been able to close the games out that he's ahead of when he leaves. I'm all in on the Rockies. No, I mean, really? I, really? I, I told O. I told them the Rockies are
1: real. That youth movement is serious. Yeah,
2: it's real. Because those kids yeah. that they have those pictures are are turning out right now.
1: You know who's surprisingly yeah. suspect, even though he's got good total numbers, is Wade Davis. Oh yeah. You can get to Wade. You can get yeah. to Wade late. You can get to I Wade. I don't <laughs> you can get a freaking Wade. Wade, <laughs> pass me a beer, dude. <laughs> I don't like uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it when a team has a suspect closer. I have to say, my so team or any other team, they have a, he hasn't uh, been shut down this year. That's what I'm trying to tell he's you. He's got like 35 saves. That's what. Like that. That's why I just said. Despite his numbers overall looking good, if you look inside the games, I'd like to see how many games he's blown. I think he's blown four or five games.
2: That's really not yeah. Bad, he, hasn't, think, he
1: hasn't. I think he hasn't but uh, he was
2: lights out, lights out. Like that he was, was a like couple of years ago. Yeah, but they have Adam Ottavino as well, and he's been shutting
6: it down.
1: Adam Ottavino stuff. But to
6: I hit. think. I think Davis struggled earlier in the year. I think he's had a better second half. He like, has. Yeah. It was right around the all-star break,
1: and he seemed like he made some adjustments. I don't know if it had something to do with Colorado or what.
2: But they got the right, right. coach over there with those pitching, with those kids right there, because Bud yeah. Black loves, loves yeah. and he can cultivate these kids. Sure can. He's got them looking San great. San Diego man. special. Come on, man.
1: Now, uh, let's, let's sum it up quick, because we're going long right now. Who, who's who's in and who believes? Uh, Milwaukee or St. Louis?
6: Uh <laughs> I'm going to go with Milwaukee. You like Milwaukee, but I don't feel I don't feel totally comfortable with that because Wade Miley is their best pitcher. But <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't feel comfortable. <laughs> you shouldn't
1: feel comfortable with it when you put it like that. It puts it all into perspective. Yeah. I do like their lineup, though. <laughs> uh, but the but oh, the good pitching
6: Yellich and Kane are ridiculous. I mean, and they're yeah.
1: clicking now.
2: Yeah, but good pitching shuts all that down because the Cardinals can come in there with all those kids and they shut people down now. I mean, Jack Flaherty yeah. is one of the best pitchers in baseball now. Mikelos.
1: yeah. Amiga,
2: he's been struggling though but, He got him
1: a dub yesterday
2: yeah, But he gave up like four Ernie's And the downside Matt that. Carpenter
1: hits 62 home runs in a month So it doesn't matter who pitches what
2: and, <laughs> the, and the downside too Is that they're bringing in Adam Wainwright on Monday We don't need Wainwright, don't need Wainwright back in the rotation Honestly, that nah. could wreck
1: their season Yeah, I wonder if Wainwright's going to play The ego card or if he's going to actually play his role Cause I think they're gonna right. give him the ball on the, uh, as a starter. He's starting on it, Monday. It's not the right move.
2: <laughs> that means he gets two starts next week. Put him in your lineup.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I'll pass.
2: yeah. Put
6: put everybody you have that's facing Wayne right in your
2: lineup,
6: <laughs> and, then <get> and, <laughs> so and that, rip his
1: tits. And bet the over on all the games. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look good at all this year, and I wow. like Wayne though. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness! One one more thing, though. What do you think about this Otani
2: situation? Mm. You mean uh, letting him play? No, with the with the way that the Angels have managed him.
6: Oh, I thought it was. I personally thought it was bad. I don't think he should have pitched against the Astros. Like, what's the benefit? You're not you're not going anywhere. You know he can pitch. You know he can do it. So just let him get healthy. Just let him hit. I had no idea why he pitched against the Astros. I said it during the game. Like, I why was he pitching? What's it? What's the benefit? Yeah. Like they're not in the they're not in the division race or not for a wild card. They're looking at the next year, and now you've removed the opportunity to have them pitch for you next year. You know what I mean? So like now it's are you, is, then the question is too is, are they not going to do the surgery at all and just let them be a hitter? Well, you know what I, I mean, it's like he didn't sign up for that though. I think that he right exactly. I mean. But, it, but and man, I mean, he also can he swing hit it. two home runs
1: yesterday. He hit two home runs, and that what T and I were saying is, if they would just let the young man play the outfield, you know, he forget right. about it. He's a 5 5'2 guy. He's one of the fastest guys in baseball. I don't know if you guys have got a chance to watch him on the East Coast much. The kid can skate, man. He is fast, like fast, fast. Oh, yeah, fast. he's super fast. Super, he's super fast. fast. He's got a hose. Yeah. He can hit for average. He can hit for power. But now when we
2: bring him over here, he can't hit against lefties. We platoon him. He plays three times a week. The kid's got like 340 um, at-bats.
6: I mean, two
1: right,
6: bats. Isn't he super young? Like twenty three, twenty I mean, three. Put him out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let him play. Let him. I mean, does it doesn't matter. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know why they let him pitch that meaningless game. Like it's true. And I think that 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 just messed everything up. Just let it. Let his arm heal. Just let him hit. And if you want to put him in the outfield, put him in the outfield. But like, why is he pitching? I mean, you're not going anywhere. Not going. So now anywhere. you like you put his health at risk. It's true for for a random game on Sunday night baseball.
1: <laughs> so Alex Rodriguez can bump his gums about his nonsense. Right.
6: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Well, you know what and really he happens is, here with Otani? So. He's gonna come with a fastball out. So he her <laughs> in the dirt. <laughs> That's Don't even get me started. Ugh. Anyways, Randy, uh, being in the film industry, we always appreciate fellow uh, uh, baseballites, baseball heads jumping on. And uh want to say thanks for calling into the Ozone. You're always welcome, especially as the hot stove heats up with, uh, with the playoffs. Otherwise, Terry, will see you on Twitter. I'll see you in a few minutes, dude. <laughs>
6: thanks for having me. Trolling Terry, I'll see you on Twitter. <laughs>
1: no doubt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is at uh, Pam's son. If you want to get in on the action, that is at Pam's son. Uh, on twitter he's a great follow check him out and he's a very very talented director all right thanks for joining us peace thank you guys late he's <laughs> <laughs> great we got one more call and i think we may have addressed this question but let's play his call real quick hey gentlemen
0: long time listener first time caller this is young trace aka the real tracy g aka t graham aka trey dollar but, Sean, I have a question for you. Can you please tell me why that the Anaheim Angels drafted Otani? They have been looking at this man, this young kid, for a long time, for a while, knows that he likes pitching, knows that he likes to hit, knows that he likes to play in the field. But when they bring him here, they don't utilize him like that on a regular basis. Then he gets hurt, has to have Tommy John surgery, His two dingers against the Texas Rangers. Can you please explain to me why they messing this young man up for the future? And let me say this. I am not an Angels fan. I still don't appreciate the way they try to change their name and try to include themselves in Los Angeles when (laughs) everybody knows Anaheim is about an hour away from Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) 310-922. Make sure you edit out his phone
4: number.
2: Crazy Trace on the line, ladies and gentlemen. That's
1: my boy. That, uh, Troll my dog. and Terry can't even talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy with a message just all over the place. Thank you, T Dollar. I think we covered all the stuff that you were looking for. Uh <laughs> Wow. I even I don't know why you would ask Sean about Otani, but love is love. Uh we're here in Koreatown, so thank you for being a longtime listener and supporter of the show. Uh, We got the NFL kicking off tonight, folks. By the time this drops, you will know who's 1-0 and who's 0-1 from the Thursday night game. But we just got so much to cover. Uh, Tennis is starting very shortly. I got an upset in New York tonight. I think that Naomi Osaka beats Madison Keys in the uh, semis, and I think she goes on to beat Serena Williams in the finals. I know it's controversial. I told you guys last episode that I believe that Novak Djokovic was going to win it all we've seen extreme conditions out there and Federer's out Del Potro uh you know we're we're looking at um we're looking at a final semifinals which is going to be great which is going to be uh Nadal versus Del Potro and Nishikori versus Jovac, uh, Novak Djokovic and I'm going with Novak and uh and actually Juan Martin and then I'm going to go with Novak for the win so we'll see what uh What's what there? You got anything else to cover, my brother? Uh, that's about it. We covered quite a bit today. I know. We have to leave football till till after the first week, bust it open. Who uh, you got for the game tonight, Atlanta and Philly? Um, You know what? I don't know. I feel like – I really don't know. I feel like we could potentially have an upset on our hands. I like Atlanta. I like what Atlanta I is. I think
2: Atlanta's favorite tonight. Really? Yeah.
1: That's a surprise to me um so yeah so we got that and one piece that i forgot uh on news and notes is burt reynolds the icon passed away ladies and gentlemen i love burt reynolds i grew up watching cannonball run smoking the bandit and uh all and all of their sequels and then as i got older i checked out deliverance man burt gave you great movie star stud work and it seemed like he was never above a job because he was doing TV and movies before it was popular to do TV and movies. just want to give a shout out and rest in peace to uh, one of my favorites to watch. Never got to meet him. And uh, that's all right. I uh, want to leave you with a quote, ladies and gentlemen. A Chinese proverb, which is... The precious stone cannot be polished without friction, nor man perfected without trials. We're all in this thing together, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Omar Miller, and this is The Ozone.
6: Oh don't I'm just living the dream